I believe in you. Yeah, welcome. Uh, episode four. Four. Yes. Um, and as two people, I'll speak for myself, who have spent the last eighteen months in. Oh, what? Yeah. Brought the bubblies. Bring drinks. Always bring drinks. Um, yeah, as someone who spent the last eighteen months in sweats and a baseball cap. I thought it would be fitting <laughs> for us to talk about the Met Gala and judge rich people. Yeah. On fashion. On fashion. We give our give our very wise and in tune commentary. Yes. On the fashion of the some of the richest people in entertainment. Yes. However, also the like behind the the richest people i guess is also the people who made these things right yeah yeah. made them and it's super interesting just like knowing what the topic is like because some people might see it without knowing like what they're all trying to like comment on which was america this year which was the question you asked me at the end of our first podcast you were like america oh circle back yo what the fuck it's like i know it's It's like a holy shit i forgot about that yeah so we've we've circled back to america question mark it's what was it i saw it earlier today it was um in america the lexicon of fashion yep which um, after doing a quick search, so it's like the language of fashion, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, um, I, I think it's uh, it, it's a good. Uh, I don't know. After what's gone on in the states, yeah, probably they're yeah. smart and just being topical and being like, give us some commentary on America. Completely. Right? Yeah, it's like how do you define like where we live? Yeah. Right now, um, hold on. I need to... <laughs> Oh, oh, raise it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what do you need? Oh, nice. Whoa, it'll sit right under yeah. like it was meant to be. Yeah. That's beautiful. Fuck yeah. Okay. Um, lexicon of fashion. So I, when was the first, like, do you remember the first time you learned about the Met? Uh, or the gala specifically, I guess. Uh, the Met gala. Gosh. Um, I feel like it's in a movie. Is that... For some reason, my my brain says a movie, but I actually don't really know. I remember, and it's funny, I came across it when I was just looking at it again. Uh, yeah. They did, like, a superhero exhibition at the Met, so one year of oh. superheroes. And a lot of people did, like, a really cool... And it was at the time Avengers was popping off. Oh, okay. So it all kind of aligned. Well, especially New York has been... Was the start of where Marvel... Kind of got it oh right yeah stan started the studio there and all of them a bunch of the guys who like were the artists were all from new york and that oh yeah place. so there was that so it was super i think that was the beginning of kind of where it's come but really i do the first time i actually ever learned anything about it was when i was like hey like we should talk about it on the podcast and i went and learned um, about some shit i was like oh shit this yeah. is different than what i assumed it was oh, okay yeah. yeah no i did you ever watch Gossip Girl? No. Okay. Missed so me. it missed me. Do you know do you vaguely know? So it's about like yes. rich rich kids that go to high school in the Upper East Side. Yeah, yeah. And there's a murder that happens in the show. Is that what happens in Gossip Girl? Th- there's so, oh, sorry, there's somebody f- spreading lies through a text message. Yeah, it's essentially like 
um, pre-social media, there was this one person who controlled a gossip website. And it was she's anonymous. No one knew who Gossip Girl was, but people would send Gossip Girl um, information, and then she would blast it on her website. Interesting. And it was just this whole like, um, yeah, just a bunch of rich teenagers living in New York, um, access to wealth and influence. Dude from you is in it. Yeah. Yes. Um, What's his name? Oh, fucking. It's not Blake Lively. Blake Lively. Blake Lively. It was Serena. Is Serena, and then but this guy is. Do you? Are you gonna watch it? I mean, I could spoil it for you. Uh, no. You kid, can. I. You can watch it. It's fine. I won't spoil it. How anything. many? How many seasons? There's seven. It's fucking amazing. There's actually a reboot. It's not great. The, the original is so much better. But watch it, and it's. It's essentially just like. It actually goes really well with like the Met Gala because they, that's what I first like learned about yes. the Met Gala. What what Galley? Gala? Galley. That's, <laughs> that's the pirate version. <laughs> yeah. Was um they because their parents um were just like really rich and influential in New York and the Met Gala, um, mm. the Fashion Institute is on the Upper East Side. It's in the Upper East Side. Ah, uh, gotcha, yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Okay, so, so this all they attend it essentially, or yeah. it, it's like a. They were all like invited. It becomes all... a well. It does seem like it is a status thing, right? Oh, like there's co- yeah, yeah. There's an invite. Like it's uh, very, like there's a there's definitely a gate you have to pass, and there's yeah. gatekeepers who are determining probably who gets in. Yeah, completely. It's I think I think it's primary. You know, it's it is the editor in chief of Vogue, mm-hmm. um, which right now is Anna Winter. Um, I looked her up. Yeah, and like so, she's a bad bitch. She is, yeah. and um, yes, yeah, so in, the, in the greatest respects, <laughs> the baddest of bitches. Bitch in the good way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's um, amazing. But yeah, so it was like here. Um, yeah, in America, like on a fashion. So 1948 to raise money for the Costume Institute, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I didn't know that it was around that long. Yeah, that's some insane stuff. Well, in it. it it's pretty insane. I, I saw that too in the fact that like at the around that time, like you think like after the war and they're just like we need yeah. we oh. need art, right? Yeah. But that's super interesting that it did become come eight years after or still within the war, the war had just ended. I actually don't. We were I don't I'm, I won't be able to give you an answer to who that. Cares? We just talked Well, <laughs> I shouldn't say who cares, but like at this point it does not matter. But it's still yeah. like pretty crazy. Yeah, at that time it's still going on and it's still like it's more popular now part of pop culture because of Vogue now, obviously. Right, yeah. Which is so interesting. Do you think that um I guess over generations fashion all of these like subcultures are very niche and i feel like because of social media now it's become these niche um groups are becoming more mainstream yeah and more like accessible like in in the 1960s like a 20 some year old immigrant wouldn't have no interest or like no connection with fashion but i feel like I look up to artists not because they're primarily like musicians or primarily um, fashion designers, but I look up to like the individual who represents like, oh, they're into this, this, and this. Yeah. And it's like, 
I guess it's it's the amalgamation of all of their interests, and that's what I appreciate about a person. Yes, that yeah, right? definitely it is like kind of a first first base what you can do to like give a bit of personality to anybody is like fashion which like i can yeah. really tell like by the shoes almost someone's wearing yeah we might like you can see someone wearing skate shoes and know you yeah. might be able to talk about skateboarding with them this day and age maybe not but that is also an example of like taste is now you can see someone wearing vans and think that they've never skateboarded before which is uh, yeah. they they started as a skateboarding company from california i think california and just turned into like popular culture streetwear and you know uh i was looking a lot because fashion these days i know is and for a while has hip-hop is just kind of yeah. moved fashion yeah. in a lot of ways and not in a sense of they have been the ones making it but they they combine these different things like louis vuitton and air force yeah. ones like uh i saw asap rocky like back just i looked at all of his because he's always been in hip-hop like the person i'm like he does a lot of different things in fashion he was doing skirts and people were like what are you doing and then years later people were like asap did it so i can do it so right yeah there's a uh watching the correlation between hip-hop and how that has like combined and i saw cuddy it's funny kid cuddy a hip-hop artist who has just progressed the culture in just so many ways was then dressed as a raver at the Met Gala but it was like his oh. commentary on like America which is so funny because like rave culture is like subset like the yeah. deepest yeah. and you wear the weirdest clothes but you are the most accepted within that group yeah especially like <laughs> yeah it's super interesting mm -hmm. super cool I didn't expect to like find that much normal like uh, like commonality common commonality and just like commentaries that i understood yeah right no, away for sure yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of like you related to this um aspect or like this niche and then you're seeing it on this like grand stage yeah where people from every walk of life and i guess in essence the met gala in itself on like a very obnoxious scale represents like their theme which is america right because yeah. it's like people from like all different backgrounds <laughs> like the most privileged people to like the people who really literally were born in third world yeah sharing the stage yeah like, which is i mean for a thirty thousand dollar ticket like it's whatever but it's pretty cool still i think it, it, it's super yeah if you take away because it's hard to yeah once you think of the amount of money tickets <laughs> are and how much it all costs but there's shit costs money like that's if you get over that fact and look at the art of it and what everybody is doing and how like we were saying like you have these like people from completely different like worlds even yeah. actors rappers fashion designers yeah, yeah like, what do you design. call fashion people fascists <laughs> fashionists <laughs> ha having all that like combination of culture and it is just doing shit on an over-the-top scale but then the money that is added into it it's over the top it 
makes sense that yeah. all this shit has to cost, cost a lot of money. Some yeah. of these dresses may never be used again. But the ideas are yeah. kind of sick. And really, like, for a person like me who does costume design, not costume design, but character design, right. I design costumes. I'll oh look at that God, stuff yeah. and I'll be like, ooh, shapes, cool ideas, different mm. different things. I saw uh, oh, Erica Baidu had this, this oh, uh, like, yeah it, yeah, it just reminded me of, like, a space helmet. But then I was like, oh, man just an all black spacesuit. Yeah. Like that's hard as shit. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> that in a comic book of some dude walking on an all black, like weird shape, like the shape of it just looks so like hardcore. And I was like, Oh damn, that's like, that's sweet. So those combinations of weird design, trying to stand out with the personality of someone like Erica Baidu, who can just be hard as nails. You get this right. really cool costume. Yeah. That then a, white kid from calgary is gonna steal (laughs) the idea and form it into his comic book which then will probably give it some sense right not like it doesn't make sense there but it'll give some sense for me yeah yeah and people who enjoy a comic yeah yeah. i was i was reading this um i think it was vogue magazine it might have been i don't know but essentially it was like a rundown of all the people that went to the met gala this year yeah and so frank ocean um um he and his baby yeah, the green alien baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I tried to look for like what he meant by that, but mm-hmm. no one knows. No. But it's um up to us. Yeah, right? It's open to interpretation, but he essentially his commentary like during the night was that like um he commented on how much he's like not to an extent, but um western hip hop culture really has it, it has the opportunity to make ripple effects um like the cross borders and cross generations and it's like when you look at something like the met where do you see the flow of influence is it is the met like the epitome and like the apex of influence that trickles down or is that like the culmination of the influence that get that like boils into the met interesting you know what i mean like I, i was thinking about that today it's like where where's the arrow pointing to because you know That's, for a fucking yeah. reason like these artists like i know um fashion always pulls from like black queer artists yeah yeah and then and then they they have the the resources and the money and then they put it on a grand stage but then like where but then i'm sure there are artists out there who like are in their basement watching the met and like like what just happened with you like mm-hmm. you see something on the met and you're like okay i'm gonna translate that into like my comics yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah you get the you get those ideas that springboard and where are they springboarding from like is it the well i'm just thinking now with frank ocean's outfit it does have this baby yoda sense about it yeah. which is a commentary on maybe what he was doing for the past year hanging out because frank ocean has, yeah. doesn't have to release shit he's yeah. been releasing albums and chilling and working on this stuff which it's so interesting now that you do say that he is such an artist. Yeah, like I, yeah, this he, motherfucker in Prada, by the way, in Prada yeah. with the best ice ever. Dreamcore is that a company of his? I I just I saw that hat and I was like, fuck, that is the coolest play on yeah. a DreamWorks logo. So for those listening, it's Frank Ocean. If you didn't see it, is that velour tracksuit kind of, or is it a suit suit? I don't even know, but it's like a Prada all black. 
Oh, interesting. Um, how fat. Sorry, sorry. According, Dreamcore is uh, identified as an aesthetic that revolves around weird imagery and objects that often tap into the nostalgia or things you may have been in childhood. Oh. It creates a sense of surrealism and uneasiness. Hmm. So, like, the baby is, like, Dreamcore. Yeah. The baby. Oh, okay. Is, yeah, okay. I see, I see. There's, there's a commentary on just our nostalgia. Well, man... Our, I, we do love nostalgia as people and a lot of ideas which is funny his commentary on that is relevant to what I was looking at for people who were trying to find ideas to play off of Yeah, a lot of them were looking back on what people may have done way in the past like 20 years 15 years in the past in america these american icons and whatever which is funny because like frank ocean is an american icon and like he's within an underground but he is broken through on the mainstream but just has no desire to like do that and pops up and does shit like this it's it's interesting that uh i couldn't find anything either about him no and i I, mentioning what it was yeah well, I mean, now that you mentioned Dreamcore, it kind of makes sense with, like, the surrealism. It's, like, it's a guy in a black suit holding a baby, which, in con- like, if you hear it, like, it's, it's whatever, regular. Mm-hmm. But then you see it, and it's, like, it's a green alien baby. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I just love that there's no one out there that's, like, this is what it means. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. he's probably, like, it means, it could either, for him, it's probably, like, it means nothing. But I'm sure people are going to be, like they're gonna try and like play something yeah i know that's so hard about frank ocean and some and it is a good (laughs) it's a good tell of an artist when you don't exactly know where that intention is and even if there is an intention because it leaves you guessing and thinking about it and constantly i've like artists like mf doom his lyrics have such a room for you to interpret it till you fucking die. And oh, Jesus. I know. You could go through and he wordplay is just so deep in there that going through it is a task. And... Yeah. I think it's also Frank a tell... That for me. Yeah. I think, too, like, with someone like Frank Ocean, seeing something with no explanation, I always assume positive intent. And that's totally. kind of like a tell of an artist, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. Yeah, he's not pushing a, an idea for you to. Yeah, I think you know it. he's like he's like he's thought about this. There's like a greater meaning, and it's like it's it's Frank Ocean. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Frank. It's whatever Frank it is, Ocean, it's we'll dope as shit. It. Yeah. I know it is dope as shit. <laughs> yeah, because that's all you that's all you gotta you gotta say with Frank Ocean. You're like, oh yeah, it's great, and we want another album. Yeah, <laughs> exact fuck yeah. Fuck. Um, yeah, so I mean, it started fifty dollars tickets Shit. the first year. That's where it started in nineteen forty forty eight. Nineteen forty eight. Fast forward to this year for thirty thousand dollars. Fuck goddamn. Yeah, that's insane. That's and insane. like I don't really know. Um, <laughs> someone listening to this would be like, "Well, actually, it does this." I sure. And I'm sure it does. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, fundraising contribution there. To the Met Gala, Fashion Institute. Um, 
for me i've never fashion is such an industry that like i have always been um a spectator of mm-hmm. and never um an participator. active participator yeah. because i i don't know i i think a part of it scares me in a way because i still very much so live um like my headspace when it comes to fashion i mean i'm <laughs> i was just gonna say i'm pushing the boundaries i literally just colored my nails but sometimes it's like i i still have the i still look at things and i'm like oh like that's i get self-conscious i guess is what i'm trying to say when it comes to fashion so for people to like put looks together that like you see it and it's like that's fucking dope yeah but i would never think of doing that mm-hmm, ever mm-hmm. and it's always just been like 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 as an artist like you work on canvas you work on paper but then like to work on like a human body i think that's that's dope that's incredible yeah yeah it's a, it seems like a different part of art completely wanting to use not use but yeah have your subject be human body yeah measure out those proportions and shit but when you see it work you see it work yeah and you understand a good fitting shirt i always understand good fitting pants and when i get a good fitting pant i'm like some damn artisan made this shit completely yeah so it's i i i get that that lack of confidence in fashion it's so hard for me to even want to i i found my fashion choices when i was younger to be way more bold than what i do now and what, like what was it hair, like like i think just more color like i wear oh. so much just black and like right. maybe a hat that'll have what color is this one yeah yellow mustard yeah mustard my mustard hat will be like a pop of color but even like shoes dirty shoes i yeah. never really cared about I used my pants used to wear out at the bottom and then start to rip up do you ever do that thing um like every summer we'd obviously like we'd get new shoes for the following school year mm-hmm. did you ever spend the week the first week when you got them before school started and like scuff them up yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so yeah so they, yeah yeah always man i, I was like yeah, copy so they, too new mom God. yeah i know and they they just look way too bright and yeah. stand <laughs> yeah. out yeah i know it's so funny which that's like that's a no-no you should not no. like i wouldn't purposely scuff up my shoes but even no. i don't care at this point if they are scuffed no but i do care more now but I don't want to buy shoes until I have to go out into the world and people got to see my feet often. Yeah. Fuck it. I'll wear my dirty Nikes until they get yeah. holes and then I'll get 100%. new Nikes. Yeah. What was kind of, um, because I feel like, do you remember the first time you like gave a shit about what you wore? Yeah. When I first played a show. Oh yeah. That was the first time Very I ever cool. was like, fuck, I have to actually like think about a, an outfit to wear. Like just mm. something that like, like and also uh um fuck when was it uh oh yeah when we just we did a wedding and we had to like i never had dress clothes at that time and that was just like getting dress clothes as a kid and like yeah your parents are like you're gonna use this once so we're not gonna buy you shit so we're gonna go to walmart and you get walmart dress clothes right like this sucks ass yeah (laughs) now i've worn nice dress clothes i'm like this is good so where uh, we're choosing clothes for a show was so weird because thinking about 
so uncoordinated with everybody else at the time because oh i guess really as a think band, of everybody yeah, yeah. we need to like maybe wear kind of the same colors so right. we're all not wearing different colored neon tank tops <laughs> <laughs> so after that i remember yeah tank tops playing shows in the summer was quite often so and was it like form or function like what were you like what was the thought behind were always you trying to impress someone jeans always had to impress with skinny jeans you don't want oh. to play because your legs are sticking out but then uh I played bass starting off, so I'd always wear a long shirt. It always had to be long because if not, it would like ride up above the bass. As oh, like, the bass, I see. It okay. So as long as it stayed below the bass, you were chill. If it Got went it. above the bass, you're fucked. I see. So that was like <laughs> function. <laughs> <laughs> function straight up. Now that yeah, I'm thinking about it, I was 100%. like skinny jeans because you don't want. I always loved skinny jeans. I used to get called girl jeans all the time oh yeah i used to buy girl jeans yeah my mom would take me and get me girl jeans but they also fit so much better thinking about it now like i well now shit's made for skinny jeans yeah and everybody wears skinny jeans yeah. but at the time girl jeans were the comfiest jeans in the fucking world just stretchy you had oh, I guess, like yeah, I guess. Denim, men's oh, denim is just, like, yeah. bullshit, whereas, like... And they did like, men's denim didn't stretch until, like, later on. Yeah, yeah, okay. recently-ish. But, yeah, at the time, stretch denim was not a thing unless you bought girl pants and then right. you were comfy. Oh, I see. Yeah, and then people would be like, pull up your pants. And you're like, yeah. I can't, there's no... <laughs> yeah. There's not actually no crotch. I can't. This. Yeah, no crotch, no pockets. I was late to the skinny jean train because... I was a like chubbier kid mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I was fat. Yeah. Um, anyway. And <laughs> I, I just like, I always associated skinny jeans with like a specific type of like white boy. Yeah. And yeah, obviously yeah. I'm not. And so I thought something in my head, I was like, Oh, I don't want to be called a poser. Mm-hmm. So I stuck with like the baggy jean yeah. for the longest time. Which pants, right? Like, literally, pants, yeah. Like, could make you feel that way, but pants could make you feel that way. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was such a. Uh, it literally wasn't until, um, I graduated high school, that I started wearing skinny jeans because it felt, it. I remember the first time I saw myself in skinny jeans that fit properly. I was like, oh, it looks so much better. Like, I like these so much better. Yeah, see your legs, yeah. form. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and skinny jeans are. Even just any that fit your leg, I guess that's kind of the thing. Is it was just a standard, yeah, rectangle. What is it? A boot cut? Oh, oh my god, the boot cut where boot it flared cut. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's all of my that. jeans. I would get my parents to buy me um, diesel like boot cut jeans with like the acid stain, like the <laughs> creases. But what's funny <laughs> is thinking about that now, where I bought would have a pair of boots. A boot cut would be all right because sometimes right, when you're yeah. shoving your your skinny jeans and then they'll come up and get your hair caught mm. in between your boot and your yeah. jean yeah that's some canadian problems right there, there. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's like what yeah what what boots <laughs> yeah yeah fucking no. boots bud i um my first son was also a wedding that i gave a shit yeah yeah because my mom dress clothes yep yeah dress clothes and my mom was like oh, okay so you're i think i was Oh my god, no, I was the altar server for my cousin's wedding. Oh. I was the guy that carried the cross down the aisle for the mass. Oh, uh, yeah. 
God, that's sick. You were Jesus. I was Jesus. I literally carried oh, Jesus. Jesus. But it was so. I remember my mom was like, "Okay, so you're gonna be you're gonna do this for the wedding for your cousin," um, and so you have to get like nice clothes. And she, I remember her saying, "I'll just pick you something up, like a black suit or something, on yeah. the way home." And I was like, "No, I want to come. I'll pick it out." Oh shit! <laughs> and I remember we went to I think it was like the Bay or something. And we were looking at all, like, the black, the standard black and white suits. Yeah. And then I saw this, like, plum-colored dress shirt. And I was like, nice. that, that's it. That's my shit. My pupils dilated. And I beelined it to the fucking plum. I started sweating. Yeah. <laughs> literally. I got a fucking raging boner when I was Plum-shine 10 years eyes. old. And I was 10. <laughs> but I remember seeing it, and I was like, I, I want that. And I remember yeah. my mom at the wedding... People were like, oh, like, it's actually really nice, like, what he chose. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, he picked it out himself. Isn't that cool? And I was like, yeah, it is fucking cool. <laughs> and then I got to the church. And then as the altar server, yeah. um, I had to wear, a, like, a like a gown. Like, a, I don't know what it's called, but, like, you know oh, the white. Oh, yeah. Like, put it over your head. It's, like, a white thing with it's a catholic sleeves. thing I'm yeah not the catholic sure. thing the catholic thing that's so what i think of it is plot twist no one even fucking saw my plum at all <laughs> so that was but also the first time how confident did you fucking feel under that white dude i sheet. no one could tell me anything that's literally a hood all. away from a kkk exactly <laughs> 100 yeah exactly it's just yeah. holy fuck <laughs> i was just thinking about that thinking of white robes Shit. white robes and just like chanting for an hour and a bit what does that do just just get you in the vibe vibrations vibe. well when you went to weddings where are you catholic no 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 I'm, but when, were you do you ever go to a catholic wedding because it's like a mass and then the wedding so it's like extra long it's a full mass that's every wedding i went to growing up that's why i hated weddings and then i went to my first non-catholic wedding and it was like in and out and then we partied and i was like what the fuck yeah yeah <laughs> that's what i remember of of weddings like i'm trying to think of a catholic wedding but no like part of my family's lutheran so i don't some of that entails just a lot of scripture reading they read okay. some bible stuff yeah okay so it does like Similar. prolong it a bit that way yeah but like, it wasn't a full mass. No, secular wedding I know is like way chiller. You go in, you're uh, like, I do, I do, let's yeah. do the shit, vows, vows cry, dip, yeah. everyone out, orderly fashion, yeah. wheelchairs out first. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I remember. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Best wedding I went to was in Texas. It was my auntie oh, and my okay. uncle. And yeah. a Texas wedding is big baby. It's good times. Liddy? Yeah. yeah, Liddy. My grandpa got the suite at the Galveston Hotel. Oh, fuck It's yeah. this really old hotel, and we just got wasty pants. Yeah. First time I ever saw, like, buckets of beer. I'm pretty sure I was 16 or something. Oh, nice. Yeah, sorry. Fam. Do you drink? Oh, definitely. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. Sick. But Texas, wedding, like, adults aren't coherent, and also... Uh where like had the most of the hotel for us oh, so I see. Really, yeah, yeah. nobody really cared and we just did our thing but it's funny we left the hotel which now i think about it we were like hey everybody's wasting we went down to the, the uh waffle house oh yeah i got waffles nice. which was awesome i was like 16 it's the first time i ever like walked alone which galveston texas is not the safest place okay but i didn't know we're having fun it seemed we're chill. here now yeah so. exactly no and it, it's beautiful you can't swim in the water though, because jellyfish. 
Oh, I was gonna say alligators, but it is uh, ocean facing. So like you oh. see the ocean, but it's a facade. It's like jellyfish. Oh and, shit! Yeah, stuff out there. Can you imagine like some guy getting drunk and then just jumping and. Oh my god, that would that be would... so shit. Yeah. Oh man, jellyfish are bad. Yeah, I'd never want to experience that pain. Wow. I wouldn't mind getting peed on. And we ended up peeing on my jellyfish. After jellyfish. Jellyfish. A kink of mine. Did anybody dress as a jellyfish for Fashion Week? Sans jellyfish, please. Inspired by SpongeBob. Yeah, exactly. The jellyfish. Completely. SpongeBob, which always seemed like they did have nice jelly. Is there jellyfish in that show? Or they no, they're pets. They're jelly. They have jelly, I'm pretty sure, in them. Do the jellies in... Do the jellyfish in SpongeBob? Oh, no, that's a... Oh, fuck. I'm so stupid. It's a snail that was a pet. Gary. Gary. How could you fuck with Gary like that? Also, uh, queer icon, SpongeBob, right? Oh! That came out? (laughs) Didn't... He came out? She? What is SpongeBob's pronouns? But also... Okay, no, no, no. The writer of the show said that SpongeBob is queer. Or am I making this up? I, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll fact check you. I just assume now that everyone I <laughs> like is queer in some regard. Okay, so, so uh, uh, the uh, jellyfish jam comes from the jellyfish in SpongeBob, and uh, it, it re- it's revealed that it tastes like strawberry. So I'm going okay. to characters. Okay, so we're going characters, SpongeBob. Nope, nope. Yeah, characters. Is, I'm on the encyclopedia of SpongeBob, so if it says it here, is it SpongeBob it queer? Yeah, yeah. I need to know. Okay. Um, oh, Frank Ocean's still up there. I'm gonna look for. Okay, we're looking for biography. Yeah. Thank you. Free rides. Time of the episode. Um, goodest job. SpongeBob's house. Spongebob okay. skills while not working Spongebob usual activities Squidward Spongebob good friends I okay. can't on his health okay <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm gonna find it I'm gonna see if it uh, maybe dude, what am I thinking of? I, I feel I'm like pretty you sure are right it, 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 that, that seems right with Spongebob he's he's always seemed exuberant about he just any seems person gay. He's he's really well. I I see SpongeBob as more fluid, right? Like yeah, SpongeBob completely. really hasn't has always seemed open to all friends. Yeah. Did SpongeBob and Sandy ever? Was there ever like a love story? I didn't watch it a lot to be honest, so I was never on the SpongeBob train. D- no, I, Sandy always seemed like she was just on her mission. Oh, uh, okay, like, okay, hey, okay. Me no mind. Fuck y'all. I'm doing my right, thing. Okay. They were friends, but in my mind, Sandy was just doing her thing. She was able to leave, right? She was a squirrel. She just had the thing. So yeah, she, she had always a have to be there. helmet or astronaut suit. Is SpongeBob gay? <laughs> just search that. Asexual. SpongeBob oh, okay. Is, yeah, so SpongeBob just truly just doesn't give a fuck about anything. Nice. Love that. There we go. Yeah, yeah. People had... had oh, but Nickelodeon did announce it. Which I seem see kind of as a virtue signal because it seems like at the time that <clears throat> the creator said he was asexual and then it says that the LGBT 
or people said that he was part of that community, and then oh. Nickelodeon was like celebrating Pride with their allies of the month. But he could just be an ally. Actually, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So actually, they didn't claim that people are just crazy. Okay. There you go. I broke it down, guys. Look at that. Thanks, Jer. Yeah, they just said Appreciate community it. and their allies this month. So lovely. You don't know. SpongeBob is an ally confirmed on the Higher Thank Ground you. podcast. So you're saying he's n- not a homophobe? I didn't say that. <laughs> okay. I just said he was an ally. I'm not lying. I'm just saying he's an ally. That's Got what it. Nickelodeon said. Right, right. His God. Right. Nick. Sir Nick. Sir. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Santa Claus. Got it. Santa Claus Elodian. Nickelodeon. Saint Nick. Yo, that's sound like Illuminati shit. Thank you. I don't want to touch that. Is it Bernstein or Bernstein? Bernstein. Is it? No, it's Berenstein. Is I it actually, not? It's uh, Berenstein. It's no, Berenstein. but what's that called? It's uh, the Mandala effect. Mandala effect. Yeah. Right. Off after Nelson Mandela. Is it related? Because people believed he was dead, but he was actually just in prison, which I do believe was just people forgetting about Nelson. Yeah. Realizing that a country had just been keeping him. Because he was in prison in... I want to say... I don't know. I, mean, I guess I could look it up, but I don't know. Dates. I'm gonna look. I, I think where did I think it was Africa, but I don't actually don't think. It, oh, South Africa. That's where. Oh, where did Nelson Mandela get arrested? Is, is it that he got arrested? One thing. See, yeah, Johannesburg. So South Africa. He was yeah. arrested, and then people assumed that the uh, Mandela effect relates to that. F. Yeah. The Mandela effect occurs when a person believes that the disorder memories are, in fact, accurate recollections. Which, we all just have messed up memories, so I feel yes. like it's just all kind of... Completely. A j- jumbled mishmash yeah. of what the fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And trauma literally rewires your brain. Oh, yeah, and yeah. And as a... Traumatic child... Or I took part in drama. <laughs> you took drama in school? Yeah, I actually did. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I did not. Yeah, I was in the school play. <sighs> I never followed it, though. What were you? For anything. See, I never... Um, oh, I was just like a... One... Like, the first year, I was a stage person. Like, behind the scenes. And second year, I was a lamp. Oh, nice. So, you never up. like the lead in anything. Lit up the stage. Whoa, shut your mouth. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. Okay. I if you were to create a fashion, well, no, we do have the unfinearts.com. Yeah, go check out the fashion. It. It's actually dope. We're actually going to work on, well, Jeremy. We. we. Yeah, we're going to work on new designs. We're it's going to be dope. Some shit. It'll be very exciting. But yeah, you can check it out, unfinearts.com. Yeah. Um, but if you, okay, let's say you were going to create a fashion line, mm-hmm. what, how do you, like, what's going to be your thing? Mm. Like, is it color? Is it fit? Is it, because I think about this all the time as someone who's not ever going to do it. <laughs> like, what would I do? Mm-hmm. Um, because I think fashion designers, it's just such a such a cool job to have. I follow some on TikTok where they will just create this like entire dress. Yeah. 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 Like specific fabric. And it just looks 
amazing. Yeah, I know. That would be, I think the fit is so important because I think once I found good fitting clothes, it really did make me feel more comfortable and confident, like 100%. Okay. Like, didn't matter what was on the front of the shirt. It was, yeah. like, if it fit well, I felt good in it. Powerful. Yeah, powerful, yeah. Just, yeah. like, felt way more like myself, whereas there's... I mean, I feel like you'd fall a lot into, like, very niche-specific fashion. Like, if you look at your art, it's very colorful mm-hmm. and avant-garde, Yes. you'd say. Yeah. Yes, I, yeah, I would say, like, well, even, yeah, stuff that... I do. Oh, my bad. Wow. So, such a uh, wow. faux pas. This is the first episode. Like, so much of my, yeah, my painting and drawing does come from such a, like, just freedom, I guess. So, I feel okay. there's no rules. And then combining it with things like painting, that there's rules of color and yeah. how they go together i enjoy those those mishmashes yeah, of yeah like having to find that structure within my chaos right so okay that would kind of be i think is a a middle point that i'd like to find is like have chaos that feels like it, it it's there's a purpose to it yeah okay reason. and having those reasons behind and intentions behind what you're doing like having a, a goal and you're trying to resemble a certain theme okay i feel like those with just chaos and order having a way to like subvert whatever idea it is however like stay within the bounds of something that makes sense for most people because mm-hmm. it's hard to make things for all people so i'll being specific is so important but i I feel like with that too like i i I know when it comes to um digital marketing Mm -hmm. or like ppc advertisement um you never want to cast like too wide of a net okay because it's too non-specific you want to be more in like i guess a lane yeah like whenever you're releasing like who is this for Mm -hmm. exactly Mm -hmm. you can't just be for all and i feel like some of the most successful artists that's kind of how they garner success is because it's very specific to like what they believe in. And so they understand that in order to get to like the grand stages, they need to kind of um, gain the trust and like the love of like a very specific group of people first to like vouch for them. Totally. That's it. That's a, yeah, a good way to put it. And you have a, uh, that similarity where you do want to stay within your rules. You know the rules of everybody else always because yeah. yeah. you've all kind of learned the same steps, read the same books, yeah, can look at the same past artists, but then your little certain rules that you've taken then become what you follow and stick to those. And the hard, the hard thing is, is where you have to almost like, because you can create, create art for yourself until the day you die but until you start making it for other people and hitting a mark mm-hmm. you don't really know if you're doing great or if you're uh, mm, okay if if you're just i guess it's uh, a word just i don't know making yourself happy you know okay. you have to kind of be like i want to make this thing with this intention and then it has to 
it doesn't even have to hit people in the way you want, but they have to take it and feel something and run with it, no matter what it is. It could be like people being pissed off at the Met and crazy weird art being like, that doesn't make sense, but right. these people who don't believe it are talking about it. That's why they do it. Right. So having that like abstract quality of, I don't know, art and companies, I think that's where the field of like high fashion i think yeah. exists for a reason it has to yeah, yeah and shit like that and yeah i do like high fashion i think it's super cool it's so it's mm-hmm. insane to look at mm-hmm. and like just a thought that goes behind it like i would love to see um a collection kind of from start to finish yeah like the, the concept and then the idea behind it and then how it's like actually f- how it falls on the body like the human body that would be dope mm-hmm. and like why right and why and i wonder i would like to and i bet there is a lot of intricacies of how they do certain things in yeah. that world but it does seem so like no rules to us to me for example right. for okay. me it seems yeah. like there really is no rules to what they're doing but I bet you there's certain things that have to be done. Like you're saying, like the way it falls on people and the yeah. colors you're using opposed to like what everybody's doing that year and color, yeah. Summer yeah, yeah. colors and watching Kanye do Yeezy stuff oh and then yeah. watching Yeezy stuff come out. Yeah. I like to see that transition. He did kind of open up a world where he dipped into that world, did a bunch of shit and then came out and made stuff for the general public and showed you right. how that path came to be. But he is super secretive. So completely. Really, I don't, he didn't show the actual process. He showed the yeah. process that he wanted us yeah. to see, which it's, it's, that's, it's in his right. Yeah. Really, it's like part right? of it, right? Yeah. It's if he didn't do that, would it have been so special? If Kanye wasn't the type of person to be so secretive, would we have cared? Yeah. I don't know. Right. Who's to say? I am. Um, so lately all I've been wearing is the brand cotton K O T N for a lot of reasons. Like they're very sustainable. They give back to the community a lot. They're Canadian, but the biggest thing is their fashion is androgynous. Mm -hmm. Like you'll see like the, sorry, I have these like wide leg. They're not wide. They're uh, regular fit or relaxed fit. Sorry. Relaxed fit, double pleated pants, trousers. And on their website, you have both men and women modeling the same pair of pants. Yes. And I fucking love that. That's cool. Because there's never, there's no longer like a men and women's like, you know, but it's just like wear this because this is how it fits and mm-hmm. that's it. And I, and I love it. And it's just like basics. It's made really well. Yeah. Fairly affordable, kind of on the expensive side, but I get it because it's like sustainable yeah. cotton. So Sust- sustainable is going to be more expensive, but really should be. But in the long run, it'll just last longer and it's better for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I remember like the, the fashion, um, commercials i guess like in the 90s mm-hmm. was so just um so binary they were like forcing it down our throats yeah you know like this is how boys dress yeah. and then this is how girls dress mm-hmm. and and blue is for boys and if you wear <laughs> pink you're gay yeah it's like, <laughs> yeah what yeah. straight up that was that was life in growing up at that time yeah and then it just like formed this generation of like Still to this day, and I fucking hate it. I'll see like I'll see something that's like a brighter color, and automatically I'll, I'll, I'll assume that that's like a, a feminine thing. And I'm like, fuck you, you're yeah. a piece of shit. I know, but it's also not my fault. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's like it's 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 your it's the fact that you 
I had to think like that for so long. Yeah. And yeah. we we colors as you as I've gone on throughout like I've yeah, I've always gravitated towards what you would people would call girl colors. Oh, However, okay. like those yeah. colors always to me seemed more in my mind like like neon, like punk. I remember uh um when like when i was growing up like pop punk was huge and those right. were like neon pop punk was a thing that dudes were doing at the time yeah like, like it was not so that that scene very much like hardcore post-hardcore metalcore never really yeah. even like had a uh a gender even though there's so many problems with that like, right yeah. genre and the way like men and women are like kind of separate in that right the actual genre and like the way people dress was just so androgynous well yeah now that you say that that is what like when i think of like the first instance of like the lines being blurred Mm -hmm. with men and women fashion it was that scene yeah emo because yeah because that's like the first dudes i met that were wearing like colored nail polish and like really bright colors and like the low cut v yeah um, tank tops with like the women's jeans. Like guys that were was, wearing yeah. girl jeans and girls yeah, wearing guy exactly. jeans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was just dope. not yeah. a. Uh, yeah, it was thoughts that like wearing things. I yeah, that's fashion always outside of high school. What people yeah. were drilled in, which if you just like if you're constantly like berated by what everybody in the certain high school you went to it thinks. And you don't go yeah. outside and like go to a show and yeah. show and see people with like mohawks and like if you look at them weird, you're weird. Yeah, yeah. Right? And <laughs> you're the weird one. And if you're not wearing a band shirt or something, right. you stand out. So yeah. it's like you learn to fit into something that you're unable to fit into because everybody's doing their own shit. Yeah. So that's like a kind of that beauty of that culture. Yeah. And there is a uh, uh, I don't know a weird I don't know I can't even comment on it because like I'm not in that scene anymore the scene. like just about the the way culture and misogyny is in the oh, scene I see. Yeah, is yeah. different yeah. but it comes from I think a place of just like a lot of guys go there to just get their hot male aggression energy out um, and can yeah. contain right they're dumb heads yeah (laughs) anybody's dumb head i've i've been in a pit and like but that is also sorry to tangent i'm just thinking about it keep going the idea of uh in in pits like to be honest when you're in a pit like there's a a girl named nikki uh we were in a pit once and uh, i was i was like uh, throwing down and i hit her in the head and i just felt so bad and i looked at her and then she just hit me in the balls and i was like we're fair and i was yeah. there's just like this like very cool like one yeah. for one like yeah. I'm, and i was like i'm sorry and i was like what can i do and she was like this is what you can do and <laughs> hit me in the nuts and there was no like that's amazing hate or weirdness yeah. but it was also a part of me she looked at me weird for like looking at her like oh i'm sorry and she oh, just like i see it wasn't saying, like yeah. i don't think that she hit me in the nuts because it was like i get one on you because like right not really supposed to hit, hit sometimes it happens but yeah it's also a 
time and place. Sometimes hardcore yeah. dancing just gets a lot of control. Yeah. So I never took part. I remember I used to feel when I started going to those shows, like see you guys, mm-hmm. I would feel so out of place because at that point I was still dressing really preppy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so I would walk in and there's like, yeah, everyone's dressed not like me. And I thought it was so cool, but I just didn't dress that way. And then the pit would start and I'd be like, I'm going to stand in the back. <laughs> And drink my Red Bull. <laughs> That's and it, it is completely your choice of how you want yeah, to enjoy yeah. a show. I don't think you. Yeah. Definitely, you're gonna go through those. I've gone through those feelings when I've gone to my own shows. Of right. Where, like yeah, yeah. I'm not part of that thing, but I'm also like tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, exactly. like I stand stood at the back. Of even sets on tour, like I never go in the crowd. Doesn't matter. Oh, okay. I, well, if there's nobody there, I'll go stand like right front stage, but right. it, like just to show support for the homies. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> otherwise, I usually try and stay out of the crowds because I'm yeah. delicate, so I will yeah not last. I love very a pit long. though. I should say that if there's a pit and there's a song I love, I'm in there. I'm That's immediately I just my don't... favorite song of a band. I'll go in a pit just to oh, get okay. around. Love it. I do. I mean, I don't think it's called a pit, but I used to go to raves a lot. Yeah. Oh, they have mosh pits. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess like push pits, you call them. In a way, like people are just kind of like running into each other. Yeah. 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 Like a mosh pit is that basically. That is truly a mosh pit. There is more violent mosh pits. And I say violent in just the sense of like sometimes people are cool with pushing. Then sometimes people are cool with pushing. I think it's understood. You get hit. You get hit. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think it's understood. Mm -hmm. Like if you step foot in the circle, like you're kind of signing up for an experience. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, you go to to the run in the bulls. Yeah. Someone might run you into a wall to avoid getting hit by a bull. That shit happens. Stay (laughs) away from the the street. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Watch from a balcony. And that's, that's the cool thing about hardcore shows. It's like, it's your option if you want to go in there. Sometimes though, you're at a hardcore show that a lot of it becomes a pit. And then I feel bad for those people. That's when I go outside. Yeah. I didn't sign up for this. Respectfully. I'm leaving. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, Thank you. if it ever turns into that, you have all rights because, like, there's probably enough people in there that exactly. It's you no can... one's gonna miss my boring presence at a show. I'm just <laughs> not your say. boring presence. <laughs> However, though, it's sometimes nice. Like, I know a lot of my friends who have come to shows. They've gone and just been in it and not tried to participate in it, but from sometimes just like being in that like mm-hmm. vicinity of yeah. it, you end up fighting it, and then you get part of it, and then it's fun. It happens. Super fun. <laughs> Super fun getting hit. Super fun getting hit. Okay, so I thought... Water yeah, yeah. What do you think? No, I was thinking we are going to... I have. I pulled, like, a few looks from the gala. Yeah. And we'll just see what you think about them. Mm-hmm. So who should we start with? Let's oh. start with... um Here. Mr. Elliot Page. Oh, yes. Um, he wore a Balenciaga Yo. suit. And kicks. so I, I, I first saw, yeah, in kicks, so all Balenciaga. At first, I didn't really, so I'll, I'll call myself out right now because mm-hmm. I didn't get the queer reference, but the green rose uh, on his lapel, yeah. um, it's a nod to Oliver Wilde, the Irish queer oh. um, poet. Cool. Yeah, and so Oliver Wilde, I... I don't want to get this wrong, so let me pull it up. Um, yeah, an Irish poet and playwright, after writing in different forms throughout the 1880s, became one of the most popular playwrights in London, um, but was known because he was outwardly 
homosexual mm-hmm. at that time. And so he died actually in captivity for being a homosexual. Is that insane? Rip. Yeah. Rest in peace. So that, yeah, I, I saw it. this and I was like, I was like, cool, nice suit. And then looked into it. I was like, that is America. Looks good. Right? What does it say on the uh, shoes? Um, 37. 37? Number 37. Balenciaga. I don't know. It says Balenciaga and then there's 37. Oh, I wonder if that's. I don't even know. What if they're concept shoes, it could be number 37, maybe. Oh, interesting. Maybe. So yeah, Elliot Page. Yeah, he looks dope. Balenciaga. I want that suit. 37. I know the suit looks flying on him. I also, like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, I've never been able to get a good dress shoot that shirt that sticks out from, like, your... Uh, oh, yeah. That's yeah. how it's supposed to be, hey? And I always... What? You didn't know. Yeah, okay. Okay, I learned this. That's why it always looks weird. You yeah, look exactly. like you got little hands. Exactly. <laughs> I know. And it always, like, I, I remember always thinking, like, oh, like, I would purposely try and get dress shirts that went under the sleeve mm-hmm. of the blazer. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, I know. What but you're then saying, yes. I, I, re- I think I watched like a fashion YouTube thing, and you're supposed to, or what not to wear, like those fashion people. Mm-hmm. You're supposed. It's supposed to stick out. Otherwise, you look like a kid wearing like an adult's suit, which I always did for the most part. <sighs> but yeah, that's how it's supposed to be worn. That's fucking. Literally, people like listening to this who are who know something about fashion, they be like, "Yeah, you fucking you losers, fucking <laughs> idiot." Well, hey, trying. <laughs> this is our best learning. Yeah, literally. I've learned. Let us learn. Well, hey, looks great. Yeah, love it. I love it. Okay, next one. So we did Frank Ocean already. Um, okay. So this one was really cool to me. Um, so it's. Haley and Justin Bieber. So Haley's in Saint Laurent, but yeah. so what was cool was so you know Drew House. Yes, this is a Drew House suit. Oh, nice! Yeah. They made a suit. Yeah, it's the well, it's called the La Maison Drew, which yeah. I guess is like their new like high end fashion line for Drew House. That I thought that was a really cool. Ah, oh, that's yeah. good. That's good. That's like, smart. Yeah, that's really smart. And doing yeah. what's really cool is that like he has, like, uh, if I, you know watch Justin Bieber my little sisters were the biggest Justin Bieber fan yeah. so I've watched his life entirely and just watching the transition of everybody hates on Justin Bieber then yeah. the style is everything Justin Bieber is doing yeah. two years ago and then it slowly starts to shift and now he's yeah. going to baggy pants and we're gonna yeah. slowly watch a lot of people moving to baggy pants as like a, a trendy thing maybe Completely. I even will grab a pair in insert me literally dude honestly yeah <laughs> know, right they're they're way more comfortable mm-hmm. but also like i think it's a different look and like justin b was one of those guys for me that like i feel like he's always had a very strong like fashion sense yeah always yeah right? and comfortable with like knowing that like this hair i know this yeah like, is looks great on my because that's a thing about hair and justin bieber is like if you look at him now he's grown into his face and yeah. his mouth and all of his stuff which yeah. all of us when we're younger at his age aren't grown into those so like yeah. his hair just being all poofy and beautiful just helped his face just be Completely. even a little cuter little boy and yeah. then he grows up into this goddamn fucking strapping Calvin Klein model is that what he is he is for me yeah. also shoes really um, cool my background is just i'm just obsessed your, your background's Justin. Yeah. Nice. On my phone. Nice. He's a he's Canadian, Jim. Yeah. Completely. And we'll 
him, Drake, our uh, Canadians just there you go. Can't stay off the charts. You know what I'm saying? Love you. Love you. <laughs> also, <laughs> she looks great. She Haley, looks great, yeah, but it's amazing. like I don't know much about dresses, and Neither. honestly, I it's. I am a person because I have like seven hairs on the inside of my chest. I think oh, okay. when a lot of guys who'd like, if you, you aren't looking to see the middle of a girl's chest, I start right. to think about my own. And I'm like, oh, I could never okay. show my chest right, right. <laughs> at an event like that. Well, oh, funny you say see. that. I know. Mr. But chest hair. I need no, to see. No, just chest. Troy, Savon, and Altu. I'm pretty sure he shaved his chest. But see, this is what I love to see. Nipple. Oh, there you go. Some nipple, light cleave. What are they he from? He looks amazing. What's that? What is he from? Oh, he's a singer. Ah. Yeah, he started out as a YouTuber. Oh. Came out on YouTube. Okay, actually, fun fact, tangent. Yeah. Troy Savon's coming. Remember when coming out videos were really big on YouTube? Yes. His was the first one I ever saw. Really? I was still in the closet. This was 2000 end of 2010 maybe 2011 oh, i was in my room at my parents house yeah. and i i knew i broke up with my girlfriend mm-hmm. because i knew i accepted the fact i didn't accept it i knew that i was gay but i didn't tell anyone yeah just in my head i haven't even like said it out loud but i came across troy's coming out video mm-hmm. and i sent him an email because back then he was getting like a couple thousand views yeah. a video and he he gave everyone his email address. Wow! At the end, it was like if anyone ever wants to talk, like email me here. And so I wrote him this long. I can probably still find it if I pull it up. But this long-winded email about how like essentially me coming out to Troy Savon. No, oh, that's good. Yeah, your yeah. your first practice. Yeah, completely. Wow, and then, that's amazing. Yeah, and that that's like a staple in my mind of like starting the journey to like acceptance yeah who i was and so he always holds like a special place in my heart that's tight he never responded yeah fucker fucker (laughs) i'll give you my email i'll respond yeah Yeah, literally no but i'm sure like i think just the fact honestly i could imagine if you had that strong response that maybe a lot of other people also did and it was just like wow like and he e- just overwhelmed yeah. that shit and even if even though he didn't respond just what he got me to do was like get it all out yeah yeah, yeah. and yeah, so yeah. regardless of a response it helped me in so many ways totally. so it was like dope. being also knowing it's going to a safe place i imagine because yeah. you're i couldn't imagine any any first time of doing anything especially something of revealing yourself to people you yeah. know is nerve-wracking completely hands down so it's like do it to somebody you know it's gonna be safe that's yeah exactly youtuber yeah. that's sweet <laughs> a random australian youtuber yeah, yeah. australian safe. yeah so you'd never know from the dress no not no. at all what's the armband uh i'm don't know i'm assuming yeah. it's another like i don't know yeah i don't really know but honestly armband's a good choice because the arms with oh nice platforms fuck that's platforms hard. too yeah and, like, and like in, the waist them. um wearing a course i don't know maybe uh, maybe. what's what's that called corset corset yeah corsage is corsage is the flower during prom sweet why are they similar stupid (laughs) it's fucking so silly this episode's called straight boy understands yeah 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 this is how we understand language and fashion (laughs) corsage i've used neither of these (laughs) i've actually probably used corset can i just say i feel like you and drag would be 
beautiful. <laughs> I, was, I would love 100%. to do drag. It would be a very Holy fun time. Heck. Except I would really like to not lip sync and actually like perform oh, no. in drag. That no, would no. be fucking sick. I want to be put in drag and sit in a corner. Oh. That's all I can do. Don't expect anything else. Can we do it and like we 100%. do drag, but you like you could be like my fake DJ, hundred percent, and just like hype man. Yeah, hundred percent. You got it. I could do uh name could do time and place, baby. What by a notorious Big? I could do. Uh, there you go. Sorry, I'm just thinking. Yeah, no, great. yeah. What would my stage name be? Ooh, what would your stage name be? Let's uh, I had one from a long time ago. It's not very PC. Uh, preemie fetus. I don't know what that means. So Premature fetus. <laughs> Fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, In French, it sounds so innocent. Very yeah. maple tooth. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't. And then I had this idea of like just like, like at one point, like a, like an umbilical cord drops out of me. Oh fuck. Um, <laughs> That's yeah. good. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mean, we'll circle back to that one. I don't know. Um. Yeah. That's a. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't even move past that. That's a. I can't. Yeah. That's a. Well, apparently it's. I mean, I feel like it's used for like stripper, but also I heard Trixie say this. So it's your childhood dog's name. And then the fir- the street that you grew up on. So mine would be Chocolate Las Vegas. Oh, I'd be, uh, oh my god, I'd be, ooh, I'd be Casey Meadow. Casey Meadow? Oh, that is That's so the most good. drag name. <gasps> yeah. Holy fuck, Casey Meadow. Yeah. You whore. <laughs> I know. God, I I'm dirty that. already. Okay. Shit. Casey Meadow. Yeah, yeah, that's good. You have to do it now. I feel like Meadows. Casey Meadows, yeah, yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah. I love it. Be a great pen name too. Yeah. Shit, <laughs> fuck. Holy <laughs> fuck. Okay. Oh, that's, that's good shit. Okay. Casey Meadows. Miss Megan Thee Stallion, only because we have the same birthday Yo. and I love her. No way. Yeah. Nice. Literal same birthday. Except she's, so shit. she's in coach. Oh. Pink frilly dress. Coach bag. Looking gorge. Skin looking silky. Fuck. Yeah, She's man. Amazing. I know. Is she holding the dress up like that? No, it's just that's how it goes. Yeah, that's how it is. Cool. I f- fucking like that. Does, yeah. Looks like she's floating on a cloud. Completely. Yeah. Like literally, just like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she doesn't yeah. know how to walk. She yeah, just exactly. floats everywhere. I just float. Yeah. Just float. That's where the Met Gala is going to be in twenty years. Uh, is people are just like, oh completely. yeah, you want to see my shoes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hundred percent. Float away. Um. Yeah. So I like go. that. I, like I liked that. her even more when I found out we have the same birthday. That's literally, I hate that that's why I like her so much, but it is. That's really cool. Care. And also, uh, just, I would really like to see, because I know Rihanna performed once at the uh, Met. Yeah. And got on the tables and performed yeah. Bitch Better Have My Money. Yeah. Watching Meg the Stallion just oh, drop yeah. the verse. Holy Cardi fuck. B yeah. the Stallion. 100%. Oh, that'd be so cool. That'd be amazing. You know, just like. The idea of like being so dressed up and rapping is this yeah. Ah, it's like once I had to do this in secret in yeah. alleyways, and now it's at the Met. Yeah, it's beautiful. Okay, so Miss Raining Queen, of, oh fuck you, Mouse! Oh my God. Okay, the Raining Queen of Drag Race, Miss mm-hmm. Simone in Moschino. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that looking amazing. Hair. Just uh, reminds K. me of David Bowie. Okay, yeah. So the hair is a nod to like I think the '80s, but essentially it's um, RuPaul has hair like that. Oh, from like when RuPaul was like younger. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have seen pictures of RuPaul yeah. like that. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. She was known for like the big like platinum blonde Fuck, wigs, and so that's good. Yeah. Now RuPaul's mostly dope. seen like bald, right? Yes. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. For most of it. Yeah. And so since the Emmys last night, he yeah. is now the most awarded person of color for the Emmys. Really? Yeah. For for Drag Race, is that what it's yeah. for? Oh, yeah. Oh shit, that's crazy. They literally Drag Race wins like around ten Emmys every season. That's insane. It's insane. Yeah. They are. They they're so like it's, you know. You it's brought something amazing. from the community yeah. that was entertaining. And, and like, another example of, like, so a niche scary. community on the grand stage. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And truly, RuPaul doesn't need straight people to watch it. Like, it, you fucking no, don't no, need. No. You could have the entire yeah. audience that it has now, yeah. and it's completely fine, yeah. which is something that it's, like, pure to its to its roots. Yeah. Keeps evolving to, yeah, like, what I've watched at Drag Race. It has, like... Over the years, it has oh, gotten a lot time. better. The talent that is bred from yeah. watching that show, they're like, yeah. oh, shit, like, people are doing that. That's yeah. crazy. And I think it's cool, too, though, because it's like when you can get um, cultures to relate, mm-hmm. I think that's a, that's like why I love it so much is because the, the issues that they talk about on the show with the queens, like, anyone can relate to it. You yes. know what I mean? It's not just a specific, like drag queen niche that relates these stories it's like everyone feels abandoned everyone feels hurt everyone you know they experience all these like world of emotions and yeah and there's and it's so cool because it does become like a like yeah what you're talking about with fashion as well that like that representation of just like your pure self yeah oh that's what drag was allowing even at the time rupaul was out like you could at the time what what year did that come out uh wow um 80s for sure yeah that's something yeah yeah oh that's amazing yeah. yeah so like just the the what the way it's evolved all like even i imagine tv that does anything like that if you think of the tattoo shows that are on now yeah all those things it is a rupaul style right yeah yeah like a yeah. platform or like model yeah like the formula they nailed it yeah for it's, sure it, and I relate to a lot of the people just going up and doing your craft and trying literally it's 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 being so obsessed with a craft that no one asks of you and no one pays you for yeah yeah but you just do it because you fucking believe in it yeah and there's no yeah when they're like oh I just do it because like I have to yeah I was like oh yeah I get that yeah exactly completely yeah it's something where you and you don't have to explain it to people but if they watch you do it or see your shit they're like oh I get it yeah exactly you're dope like you're good at it which most people on RuPaul like I also have been to Twisted and seen people who are also like just local legends I guess you'd say and are like yeah crazy good and I imagine is there a niche of people who would perform in clubs and look at RuPaul as like, ah, that's like sellout mainstream. Yeah, like, completely. We do these club shit. Yeah. Because yeah. I saw some people there, I was like, you're kind of a bit better than all the people yeah. I've seen on RuPaul. But 100%. That's a different breed, I guess. Yeah. There's a lot of queens out there, too, that refuse to acknowledge, like, drag. Because they, they want you to know that, like, drag race is not um, drag queen culture. Yeah, it's a subset of it. Exactly. And so, and it's one thing I did notice when I went to yeah. Twisted. Is like that's a different. Like that's more like what I would say would be like your, like yeah, your club yeah. music yeah. venue. Whereas like you would see a 
you know, rap in rap and hip hop culture where they play like Flame Central opposed yeah, to where, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Dickens. Whereas exactly. like one isn't better than the other. One has more people than the other, but one does something for people where you're going to yeah. your spot watching your queens perform. Yeah. I think that's super cool. Whereas RuPaul's like, yeah, that's competition of yeah, exactly. a different breed that's doing it's pushing stuff. That stuff does competition breeds, but you also have your own competition. Like exactly. Any local scene. Right? Yep. And I think the local scene too, in any regard, whether it's like music or like the hardcore scene or drag, it's they're more in tune with the times. Yeah. Cause it, that's when it happens. That's the pulse of the culture. You know what I mean? Yes. The heartbeat. And so in free expression exactly. is allowed to kind of go open conversations are allowed mm. to happen so those there's like, no one to appease no and in the local scene no and do you know what was something that made me feel really uh like comfortable when i went to the drag show was that they were just being so open and vulgar and not mincing <laughs> their words and it was yeah. something where like if you are somebody who's never been in that culture but i've grew up watching south park my entire yeah. life yeah. i get it like i yeah. get like you're just shocking people and going hard and like get entertaining and like yeah. that was like I was like, oh, this is fucking sick. Because if it was yeah. something where it was trying to be like, you know, a little too upscale, it would just wouldn't work, right? No, it, it becomes muted. Even, yeah, in it wouldn't sense. be inviting. Like this. This doesn't, like, fashion, like, for the us, Met, seems so yeah. far away yeah. from anything I could ever do. Nothing about the Met Gala seems inviting to me. Mm-hmm. No. I have interest <laughs> in it, but I, like, yeah. I will get kicked out so fast. I do not feel welcome. Yeah. And that's okay. That's the point of it. That's, a, that's like, an appeal of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the exclusivity, and um, and the I imagine for some people there too, it's hard. Where a lot of those people probably are like creatives and don't exactly want to yeah. be, but also you get that chance to be art for a night, which yeah. is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, See, like that's why I do like fashion. And would fuck with somebody if I ever had to have anybody dress me, I would be down. Because, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I because I've never been picky oh just i see fit. right it's really about fit either yeah. way it's like it could have striped polka dots I mean, yeah it doesn't matter as long as it looks um, makes my body look tight so back to like your story in the Check pit Levine. peg the patriarchy <laughs> right <gasps> peg i love it that is awesome i loved all the commentary yeah i'm assuming so peg is essentially just s- sticking something up a straight man's butt mm-hmm is pegging pegging and so so you want to peg the patriarchy exactly i love it which yeah cared uh, they have been part of and uh, like wearing pants too to like the met that's badass so one thing i've noticed about cara delavine too that really sucks is that she's a really good actress and she was in the justice league movies mm-hmm. yeah and was put in there as just some like prop character kind of not really used and was oh, really? basically just a face for a character that could have been cg and then people just ripped on her whereas like uh, in that movie they did so much more filming and didn't allow it in and now like you know she's probably cast out from now continuing in those movies oh yeah whereas right some bullshit because a bunch of like nerds right just can't accept that the actors don't actually write the fucking parts. Yeah, exactly. They get a script like come the fuck a year down. before and agree to it and then get there on the day of the shoot and there's like this yeah. nothing what I thought it was and it's like you're in the fucking movie, bro. No. Sorry. Okay. So this one was very controversial. 
Oh, is this Kim K? It is Kim K. Yeah, see, I I, I went and I tried to find some uh, some so, other uh, opinions on it that aren't because like I know like there's it's the burka. Yeah. Right? yeah. Oh my god, I saw that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Where essentially the, what they were saying is, well, the first one I saw was very just like um, level. It was just like a chill commentary on Kim's outfit where they were saying that she was covering her face dressed in all black because her theme is that American fashion, like she is a staple in American fashion. And so people would know who she was without revealing herself. But then I went deeper into the rabbit hole and that's where it was um, the appropriation of the burqa where I know. And I was, and that's what I saw. Yeah. That's I saw that too, which you, if that was the intent behind the designer, I do believe I, that. Which part? Uh, just the first part. Of oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the yeah. first one. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Like, yeah. I could see them getting this because part of this, like, uh, it's super interesting. This is like the moment where like a designer gets to see yeah. and after gets to see if yeah. what they were going for hit or if it's going to be ran with and taken yeah. as something yeah. else, which is art. It's what exactly. you're doing, that's, right? That's you're, art. You're yeah. not – there's – a certain thing where anybody like AOC or Kara was wearing text yeah. on it, yes. really kind of subverting some of that. You're just saying yes. that's what it is, right? Yeah, Whereas exactly. like they're taking a chance where it's like, it's Kim K, we could try yeah. this. Like I don't see like when people are getting mad about the burqa, I could definitely see and there is a commentary in how a lot of and that is how anybody like I've never I've known people in that culture. I've had conversations with people in that culture mm-hmm. about it. And like, there's an openness about like, it's the choice of people yeah. in cultures. People make them wear that, but that's wrong. You're right. In any sense. Don't make yeah. people do shit like I, that. They don't want to, don't make people wear what they don't want to wear. So yeah. like, yeah, I really don't think, I, I think it goes back to like assuming positive intent on the designer side. Yeah. Right. Because I, I don't see, I don't see how, if they were trying to appropriate that and you know what we i don't know maybe it's just like a in, fault but in like my true opinion of what i know a burqa looks like and like i did look up and research like that technically isn't no yeah no no so like because it's fully co- like and her in, eyes are covered in fashion there's names for all these things right yeah like there's names for the way of the sleeve goes around your yeah. wrist so yeah if it was a burqa, it'd be a burqa. Whereas if it is this, it's this with a yeah. all black and a cape and that's exactly. a t-shirt. Yeah. And I, I honestly think she was just like, it's Kim just being satirical when it comes to the biggest fashion event of the year. Yeah. And this is also like Monday. Yeah. Like I know I can walk through this and to be completely honest, that's hard as fuck. Like yeah. just uh, if, we take aside what everybody says. If I never heard any of that commentary and didn't search it up, yeah. I'd look at that and I'd be like, that's fucking oh, dope. She wore a morph suit. That's yeah. tight. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And like you, it, the, the, the beauty that like everyone knew was Kim Kardashian. She like, she proved <sighs> her point. Yeah. You know, kind of sick. Yeah. And it's super fucked up and super sick. All yeah. in the same thing that we're yeah. like, we see her, but in the, in character design, in any way you're trying to create a character, do you know how you know it's iconic? You know it by its silhouette. You know Pokemon oh. when you're playing Super oh my Smash God, Bros. Yeah. Or you're like, yeah. you caught a blank. Yeah. 
silhouette first. Right. And you're guessing on Damn. that silhouette, and yeah. Pokemons are great, and you can figure it out. So a good silhouette is the sign of somebody who's a well-known character. Yeah. She's a well-known character. Yeah, completely. Kardashian. Which okay. is funny, because the most recent thing I saw, it, it was uh, of her and her kids. Her kids were commenting on one of her Instagram stories. Uh, it was some... I watched some gossip news channels on nice. YouTube to yeah. stay up to date. And her kids were like, why do you use that voice? She's like, what voice? Oh it's like, God. hi, guys. I'm in the kitchen with my toner. <laughs> and her kids are just ragging on her. That's I was funny. like, oh, that's great. But it's funny how her kids were like calling her like, yeah. like playing a character. Yeah. yeah. No, look, I love that. She's the silhouette of her. What <laughs> what Pokemon did you choose? Do, 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 do. Kim K. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> yeah. I choose Kanye. I choose Kanye. Um, Okay, and lastly, Mr. Lil Nas X, who, this is one of three. Did you see all three of his outfits? Okay, oh, now I have to pull it up. Oh, that is so... So this is the very last. He did, did you see what Lady Gaga did last year? She just kept revealing, like, different... Yes, I loved that shit. Met. Um, Is that that, uh, Lil Nas' boyfriend? No, um, I don't know. No. Maybe the designer. I'm not too sure. I was like, whoa, um, doing well. So here. So, <laughs> That's so fucking yeah. sick. Literally. Uh, He's a C-3P hoe. Yeah. Uh, no. No, thanks. Not. I don't want news alerts. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So he started with this. It was like a gold cape, kind of like the Versace robe. Yeah. And then into C-3PO. <laughs> yeah. And then from here into the Versace. The, this is all Versace, but like the last one is the Versace bodysuit. That's so <laughs> right? fucking How fucking sick, dope dude. is that? And then he oh shut it down. He fucking shut it down. His first met. I his name known. Fucking Fuck love him so much. Yeah. He's incredible. And just like his music and how he pushes the boundaries of um, like manliness quote-unquote when it comes to hip-hop like mm-hmm. holy fuck yep well yeah and he's he's not going anywhere he no. will be drake yeah and he will continue because he's, he's doing everything in my opinion just like everything i would want in any artist right and he has like no reason to be right like truly as somebody who's coming up in that space if he didn't have to speak out and be so controversial about this shit right. he could definitely make a way chiller career for himself but he yeah. knows he can like just go in because he is talented like this yeah, he, doesn't he's happen a, without talent completely and and i think too like with his i guess shock value mm-hmm. in what he does it's also him um commenting on real issues yes. within not only hip hop, but like in the binary or like in men, in mm-hmm. queer culture, in straight culture. It's like in society, in society just, yeah, as yeah. a whole. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do. And he, he doesn't miss the mark in where he's like us as younger people. Like I put him in the, the age group that we are like, yeah, you could be, talking down to people older than you but right. he's really forcing people to think about the way he's thinking because yeah. he's doing shit for the, his audience yeah and it's becoming so loved by then that the 
that's like how rap became like Eminem. Like Eminem was right, feeding right. to his audience, and then it slowly started bleeding out to parents. Parents were like you yeah. shouldn't listen to that, and they're like, yeah. why? You're like because he's talking about this, and it's like, but I can find that anywhere else. So why yeah. are you telling me not to listen yeah. to this? And it's like, is he saying things maybe that are gonna change my mind? Why are they in a positive way? And especially like his, he's not like not saying he's not talented, but like I was saying before, we all grew up on South Park. Yeah, he's commenting on a lot of shit that like you know South Park was pretty kind of homophobic in a sense, but also right. commented on homophobia as, as through, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. like it was hard to understand because we didn't understand that type of commentary when we were younger yeah. but now like little not it's gotten to a point where little Nas x can say like the devil's my daddy and right we all are like that is sick yeah keep going <laughs> yeah. like yeah that happened because like he knows and he's yeah. part of it and he's doing it all for like a great and like just seeing this he's like i'm a motherfucking king yeah literally. i'm a queen yeah. look at me bitches yeah. and i'm a robot and i'm a robot i'm, I'm a, everything like i'm the alien. alpha and yeah. Omega. yeah yeah i'm alpha i'm omega and yeah. i do yeah like this is like uh, the classic masculinity i love and then we have like the queen and then we just yeah, have exactly little just little Nas X. there I you go it. yeah amazing i saw this like him undressing to this and i was like what the fuck is happening did he go from middle yeah. right left middle right left yeah. that so makes sense robe, shoulders then robot to bodysuit all versace god damn how much did that cost right motherfucker that is out. and i saw a video recently um it was him eating like old pizza in his old apartment um, the night that Old Town Road was released last year, no, 2019, something yeah, like that. 2019 yeah, been, yeah, just, and just like just... crazy. So that's amazing. Yeah. He did uh, killed it. He's whoever uh, well Versace, I guess. So yeah, they are uh, many people, I assume, right? They're like an old design house. Yeah, yeah. So that's super cool, though. Yeah, man. Versace is a uh, well that's super interesting too of this kind of that that team up they get of like you know oh yeah yeah like uh Ralph Lauren and who it was really cool it was a who did do the Ralph Lauren one there's one of the uh oh yeah here I need to find it because it's super interesting and oh it was a chance the rappers it was super it, it was like pretty uh it was perfect chance the rapper it was uh in just that finding these outfits to make sense and you just see like kind of chance the rappers got this more like school oh, boy, like right 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 yeah yeah. but with the 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 graphic prints on yeah. it which i think is also super cool and Very that cool. fucking just goddamn popular serif font the one that's on his right shoulder mm, I don't know oh yeah that, probably find it if you gave me four minutes on photoshop but also raffle Lennon it's like it's very classic american brand yes right i think of america when i think of ralph lauren wow is that they're saying wow it should be <laughs> it is now it is now copyright it jose put it in the books done i don't know how to do it but i'll do it just write copyright <laughs> yeah. that's what we have to do right <laughs> you get a video exactly. of you doing copyright copyright yeah. we're good this is the evidence of me purchasing stuff Oh, wow. That's a, uh, I learned more about the Met Fashion Week 
blah 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 gala gala Met fashion gala gala Met fashion yeah yep. gala the met gala the met gala yeah, yeah i learned more about the met gala <laughs> let's cut everything out before this <laughs> <laughs> i learned more about the met gala this week then I've learned about a lot of shit yeah. over quarantine. <laughs> oh, hundred yeah, same. But it was a. Uh, I see it differently. I do. I used to just think it was like a self-serving party for rich people, dressed mm-hmm. to the nines. Yeah, which it's still that, but there's I I see kind of like the effect that it has on culture, mm-hmm. and like how cool it is. So. Well, and I did actually want to look this up, and I forgot to because I was just so. Um, I was wondering if, when a lot of things happen at a museum, cuts have to bit have to go to the museum, and the Met is yeah. just holds the famous art. It's yeah. got some famous art. Oh, it's yeah, got yeah. some paintings that I studied and will study in school. Right. And so, there's part of this where like the definitely it's fucked up that like things cost that much however this investment is not just going to like some person right oh you're right yeah museum yeah like even though like it's because it's public museum the met gala it's super cool it's a bunch of people going in a museum yeah (laughs) like so it is like it they do the the what we get to see is super like lavish and crazy. But yeah, it's just a museum that you can go in and check it out. They yeah. probably go in a special room with some shit, but yeah. But also like you know they're like, you know the first funding to go is art, so yeah. they're like fuck you, we'll show you right. That's why like I, I I've been trying to take this approach and we'll try to well anything because I love anything art right like I can find anything right. I like about it. So like to not talk shit about it because it's there's enough people that yeah you have to find flaws and obviously like what we think is right and wrong but also realities right like in my reality it's that doesn't affect me it's still gonna go on anybody can complain right. it's been happening yeah it's gonna be happening for 80 years yeah complaining about it is not gonna do shit right? no so no not at all enjoying it learning from it trying to steal from it because that's what art is good art exactly figure it out steal it make it into your own ideas and don't copy it but steal yep. it just find the joy in it yeah because there was a lot of things i found when i was yep. like fuck that's cool and i did got into a rabbit hole of going and finding like a because there was a bunch of youtubers i didn't find that australian guy which i wish, troy yeah, oh troy, yeah yeah which maybe you just didn't vlog it but there was a bunch of youtubers who went yeah. and vlogged yeah their experience emma chamberlain yeah emma yeah. chamberlain i saw hers and then i saw uh, one more uh one more dude from uh eugene from the try guys was yes there. i saw eugene from yeah. there that was the other youtuber i saw there yeah. and just seeing that side of the world where i've like yeah. grew up on youtube yeah watching yeah, it yeah. All and watching try guys and they were in something before try guys i forget what it was oh uh buzzfeed buzzfeed yeah yeah, yeah. so watching all the like man buzzfeed was just an era of our lives yeah, yeah just yeah. crazy so yeah. yeah watching all those youtubers be able to go there and do shit was actually super cool you yeah just see like fuck you just those are that's it's like entrepreneur digital creators completely right yeah it. it's fucked yeah that was very cool to see that. Mm-hmm. Oh, my booty. All right. Well, that's that is the the 
synopsis of the Met Gala from two fuckheads. Yeah, from two fuckheads. <laughs> two unfine fuckheads. Two unfine fuckheads. You're welcome. You're welcome. We, uh, Our commentary might not matter to you. But, but it matters to us. It matters to us. And, you know, we... I think as two dudes, obviously, who, like, enjoy fashion, but have yeah. no fashion, like, like, I guess needs, right? Like, no. I know, like, I can look at it all day and be like, that looks fucking awesome, but... I have just utmost appreciation for it, mm-hmm. but it doesn't affect me in yeah. any way. Like, I get paint on everything. I have actually paint on this Boom. shirt, and I have paint on that, and so, like fashion eventually i think is going to matter to me more yeah <laughs> as we yeah. go on and continue to make more exactly yeah stuff clothes clothing with stuff exactly and then we're also i really want to put us in drag i think that'd be hilarious i think that would be hilarious Kay. we can do an episode and it would be in drag fun. holy kind of fun to uh yeah we could get we could get kaylee to drag us up also if Down. You, you know yeah you know some drag stuff queens, stuff will so do it we uh Oh, Fuck that'd be it. cool. <laughs> we can have a real drag queen give us the cosign. Exactly. Because that's what would make it official. Yeah. And then we'd have to... What was your thing again? What was your name? Uh, Casey Meadows. Casey Meadows and Preemie mm. Fatus coming at you. You get to find <laughs> What was your first dog's name? Chocolate. And then we grew up on Las Vegas Street. So Chocolate Las Vegas. That's it. I mean, that's pretty... It's more like a stripper name. You could be Choco Las Vegas. Choco Las Vegas. Choco there Las you go. Vegas. Choco Las Vegas. Choco Las Vegas. Casey Meadows. Casey Meadows. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Just two whores. <laughs> <laughs> talking, talking. I love it talking so much. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Two whores talking shit. That'll be the episode. There you go. Oh, my God. That's great. Well, we started at Met Fashion and we'll end in drag eventually. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Peace.